Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. You are now listening to Cultural Survival's Global News Bulletin. Police authorities have arrested a member of the Cordillera People's Alliance, Jennifer Awingan, who is an Indigenous people's rights activist and advocate in the Cordillera region in Philippines on grounds of rebellion and insurrection. Awingan is currently under the custody of the Baguio City Police Intelligence Unit. Awingan is a long-time Cordilleran activist and labor rights advocate who was illegally arrested for a dubious charge of direct assault on October 11, 2022. Authorities also issued a warrant of arrest against Awingan and eight other indigenous people's rights activists on January 24. No bail was recommended for the activists. This is not the first time that these activists have been on the receiving end of state-backed harassment. And in news from Nepal, the Tamang indigenous communities in Bojeni village in the northeast of Kathmandu in Nepal has been engaged in a protracted struggle against a power transmission line and power station that is being forced onto their land without their free prior and informed consent. The protest started three years ago but has now dangerously intensified from January 1st, 2023 with armed police and military entering the area since the protest over one dozen indigenous persons have been arrested and several have been injured. Around 500 affected households of indigenous Tamang and other affected locals of the area have opposed the construction of the substation and the transmission line in Bojeni since 2015. And in news from Bangladesh, raw indigenous people's houses in Badaban in Bangladesh were burned down and demolished after a mob allegedly connected to Lama Rubber Industries descended on the community. In this attack, seven houses of the Mro villages were completely burnt down and two houses were demolished. The incident occurred on the 2nd of January 2023. According to the source, more than 150 Bengali settlers, including rubber plantation workers and four truckloads of outside laborers led by Delwa, Nuru and Moshin, who are in charge of Lama Rubber Industries, conducted the arson attack while vandalizing and looting the houses of Mro villages at the same time at Rengan Kabari Para of Sarai Union. And in news from South Africa, during the first experimental broadcast at the railway headquarters in Johannesburg on 18 December 1923, radio was introduced to South Africa for the first time. In a recent survey, up to 94% of South Africans over the age of 15 said that they own a radio set of some sort. There is no doubt that radio remains the country's most popular medium. Over 250 community radio stations and 40 commercial radio stations broadcast daily to millions of people. And in news from Kenya, residents of Loliondo Division in northern Tanzania's Ngorongoro district protested what they said was a move to evict them from their ancestral land. Violent protests erupted over the course of two days as a result of excessive government force. Activists say that governments should stop the violence, intimidation and forced evictions. Pastoralist communities should be involved in a plan that respects their right to land considers their traditional practices for preserving the natural ecosystem and establishes ways to work together to protect the area. Eviction of Maasai people in the region is still underway, says Human Rights Watch. In Mexico, last Thursday, February 2nd, the President of Mexico, Andres Manuel López Obrador, published in the official Gazette of the Federation two decrees that consolidate the expropriation of 412 hectares of communal land in Ciudad Ixtepec and 502 in Santa Maria Mixtequila in the Isthmus of Tuantepec, Oaxaca for construction of two industrial parks that will be part of the Inter-Oceanic Corridor 
of the Isthmus of, of Tehuantepec. Both areas were purchased by the federal government through the National Ejidal Development Fund Trust. In accordance with the decree, the Mexican government paid 111,447,000 pesos to the community members and landowners. For its part, the Puente Madera Community Assembly has mobilized and managed to stop the sale of the land. Community members filed a claim for annulment against the Communal Assembly of March 14, 2021, where the sale of the land for the installation of an industrial park was authorized. In Honduras, the murder of Arnold Montenegro, an active member of the Committee for the Defense of the Land of the Community of Triunfo de la Cruz, was recently reported. In a statement, the Honduran Black Fraternal Organization stated that the murder would be part of a strategy to sow terror and appropriate the ancestral Garifuna's territories. A good part of the land has been usurped by businessmen and power groups to develop tourism projects. The rights of the Garifuna people over these lands has been the subject of a long trial in the Inter-American Court of Human Rights, which in 2015 ruled in favor of the communities of the Triunfo de la Cruz and Punta Piedra. Both areas were purchased by the federal government through the National Digital Development Fund Trust. That is all for this edition of Cultural Survival's Global News Bulletin. For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook and Twitter. Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power.